We are starting now the second chapter of Ilchot Avodat Yom Kippurim of Sefer Ha'avodah. And in this chapter, Haraman continues explaining what happens or what used to happen and what will happen, God willing, on the day of Yom Kippurim with respect to the Kohen Gadol, um, what he has to wear, what kind of tevilot he has to go through, what kind of preparations in addition to the person of the Kohen Gadol, we spoke about some of the personal requirements in the last chapter. Now we're talking about some of the um, external requirements, namely clothing, the villa, and the dui as well. Halacha Aleph. Kol ma'asiyat emitim ve'musafim shliyom zeh ose otam Kohen Gadol ve'hulavot ve'vigde zahav. All the korbanot of temidim that we discussed in the last chapter and the musafim of this day, the Kohen Gadol must do them while wearing his day-to-day clothes, which include some ornaments of, of gold, because they are how they are And it's the service that is specific to the day of Yom Kippurim that the Kohen Gadol will wear special garments for. Uh, these were white garments. And what are we talking about that we said the special service for the day? So we are referring to Bar Kohen Gadol, that offering that the Kohen Gadol himself brings of an ox, the two goats, one of which is the scapegoat, and then the Ketoret in Kodesh HaKodashim. Um, all of these, for all of these, the Kohen would wear his white garments, and we'll explain exactly how this will happen. Every time that the Kohen changes clothes, he needs to also, before that, as part of the process, he needs to submerge himself in the Mikveh. As the Pasuk says, he'll take off his clothes, he'll then wash his or submerge his uh, bathe his, his body in a in a designated place and then he'll wear again his clothes. So we see that in between the taking of the clothes and the wearing of the clothes there is this consecration to the mikveh. And there is five times that he submerges himself in the mikveh, and ten times that he does this kiddush, which is the the the, the the bathing of the hands and feet only, um, on on this day. How so? At the beginning. He starts with removing the big dezahab, the hole that he has on him. Then he baits. Then he comes back up. He dries himself up, and then he wears. I'm sorry, big dehol is is the the non kohen gadol clothes. Then he baits. Then he wears the, the clothes of kohen gadol. So how many times has he baits so far? Once. Once he's dressed, he needs to further do Then he goes. He's at the very beginning of the morning b- before dawn. Then he does the shechita of the korban at, at at dawn or right after dawn. Then he does a regular ketoret, not the one of Yom Kippurim, of every day. 
הוא מקטיר את התמיד מחביתים ונסחים, he also does uh, the daily offerings which are the נרות of the מנרה, he brings the, the limbs of the קורבנות on the מזבח, and then with the חביתים, which is a, a special offering of the כהן גדול, and then the נסחים, which are the libations that come with all of these things, הוא מקריב הפער ושבעה חיבסים של מוסף היום, and he further does the ox, or the, the calf, and the seven sheep that come as the additional קורבן נוסף of the day. ואחר כך מקדש על הרגליו. And then afterwards, he further does the נטילת ידיים ורגליים, ופושט ברבי הזהב, he undresses his golden clothes, בטובל ועולה ומסתפק. And then he bates in the מקווה, comes back up, tries himself up, ולובש ברבי לבן ומקדש על הרגליו ועובד עבודת היום כולה. And then he dresses white, which is a special clothing for יום הכיפורים. He further does the נטילת ידיים ורגליים. And then he does the rest of the service for the day. The Viduim, which we are going to describe in a moment, with the Hagrala, which is the, the, this, um, um, the choosing between the two goats. The, the, the sprinkling of the blood inside Kodesh HaKodashim. He also, that's when he gives, he hands over the goat to the one who's going to take him to Azazel. And then he brings out the emurim, which are parts of, of this uh, part, of this offering of a bar, and of the sair that are going to be burnt. And then he hands over the rest of them to be burnt as well. ואחר כך מקדש ידה ורגליו ופשוט ביר ולבן ותבל ועולה ומסתפק ולובש ביר וזהב. Afterwards he further doesn't תלת ידיים ורגליים. He undresses the white garments he had. He does the בילה. Comes back up, dries up. Then he dresses the golden. כהן גדול, daily clothes. Then he doesn't תלת ידיים ורגליים again. הוא מקריב שעיר החטאת של המוסף היום. He brings a שעיר of חטאת של המוסף. It, it's not the same as the uh, as Musaf that he did before. This is the additional one. And then he brings his own Korban, the Isle of the Kohen Gadol, and the Isle of the, of the, of the Am as well, the, the national Isle. As we said, they are Korban Ola. And then he brings the limbs to be burned. And then he brings... The, the Korban of Minha, which is Tamish Rebbe Narbaim, which is a daily Korban. And all of this is doing with the non-Yom Kippur special clothes. These are not necessarily, that they are not super Yom Kippur specific services. And thereafter, he washes his hands and feet again. He removes his golden garments, does the villa, comes back up, dresses his white garments, washes his hand and feet again, hands and feet again, comes back inside Kodesh HaKodashim, and brings out from there the kaf and the mahta, two things that are going to be used for the ketoret. Ve'achar kach, mekadesh yada as you'll notice, uh, before 
and uh, before removing the clothes and after putting on clothes, there, there is Nepilat Adayim Beraglayim every time. V'achal kach mekadesh adav beraglav, ופרשת ברבי לבן, ותווה ועולה מסתפק, ולבש בגדי זהב, ומקדש תדה ברגליו, ומקטיר כתולת של הבן הרבים של כל יום, then he washes his hand and feet, removes his white garments, does the villa, puts his golden garments, again washes his hand and feet, hands and feet, brings a כתולת של הבן הרבים של כל יום, brings then the daily כתולת, by the way, now dressed בגדי לבן, even though this is a כתולת that's done 365 days a year, twice, Every, every day, um kadesh, um etivet hanerot. Then he does the service of the nerot again, again dresses in the yom kippur. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He removed the white clothes. He's wearing now the golden garments, and now wearing the golden garments. That's when he does the ketoret of every day, and he does the the recycling of the lamps of the menorah. And then he further washes his hand and feet, hands and feet. Then he undresses his golden garments, and he dresses his non-Kohen Gadol garments, and then he leaves, he goes. So that's, in a nutshell, the entire service of the day of Yom Kippurim. And again, as many of us are familiar, it's what we describe in the Tefillah of Avodah, in the middle of Musaf, in our Yom Kippurim. So all of these tevilot and all of this washing of hands have to happen within the Betamidash. As it is said, uh, He must wash his, his flesh, his, his uh, body, in a consecrated place, which is Betamidash. Except for the first tevila, which is not really part of the service of, of uh, the day, but it's rather just in case he has any tum'ah that he happens to remember. So as he's going down to that tevila, he's going to remember that tum'ah and he's going to become tahor before starting the day. Fails to do any of these tabilot or netilot yadaim, um, the avodah is still valid. Halacha dalit. Haya kohen gadol zakeinu cholem elabedin ashashiot shlevar zel baish mbaerev ul mahar matilin utan lamaim kedel hafir simnatan sheen shevod bamikdash o mearevim maim hamim bemehamikve achet tafu simnatan. Um, if the Kohen was an, an elderly person or he was he had some kind of an illness then we want to take care of him and what they would do is they would warm up the water for him where he does the tevilot and the way they would do that is they would warm up uh, some some things of metal from from before uh, from the day before Yom Kippur Yom Kippur's Eve and then on Yom Kippur itself they would throw this super hot metal, uh, whatever, ashashiot, and uh, that would obviously warm up the water, um, which would not be permissible to do for anyone, anybody else outside of the Mikdash, but 
This is one of the Shabuyot, these things that are not forbidden in the Torah, it's forbidden in Shabut. And there is a rule that in Shabut by Mikdash, in the Bet Mikdash, anything that's forbidden for Shabut, the prohibition did not extend to actions within Bet Mikdash um, as part of the official service. Oh, or alternatively, you can take hot water from elsewhere, any source, and then mix that up with the cold water, and that's where the Kohen Gadol is going to bathe. Some differences, although every day the Kohen Gadol would wash his hand hands and feet, just like every other Kohen from the Kiyor, which was made of Nehoshet, there was something special used only for Yom Kippurim, which was a, a vessel made of gold from which he'd wash to add to the glory and to the majesty of, of the Kohen Gadol on this day. One more difference. Every day, um, the Kohanim would come from the... Uh, when they go up to the Mizbeach, they would climb up from the Mizrah. So the Mizbeach faces south, um, which means on the ramp itself, one side is east, one side is west. And the, the routine, the etiquette was for the Kohanim to climb up on the eastern edge and then come down climb down on the western edge, the western side of the ramp. But today, um, everyone would go up and would come down from uh, together with the Kohen Gadol in one row. So the Kohanim would go even either before or after him, in other words, in front of him or, or, or behind him, in a single line to show that all they are doing there, that they are not there doing independently their own service, but they are there to serve the Kohen Gadol. So to show that, everyone would go up and down in a single row. One more difference. Every day, whoever there was some raffle for who would do the Ketoret, who would clean up the... The, who would bring the, the coals for the Ketoret, as Lehateva Mahta, and it would be, would be done with a Mahta made of silver. And then after, after the fire, the coals are well lit, then it would be transferred over to a golden Mahta, and that's the one that would be brought into the building, to the Hechal, to do the Ketoret. But on the day of Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol himself would do that, and he would do everything with the golden vessel. Why? You would think it's for majestic reasons, but no, it's just so he doesn't have to use two separate vessels, which would be more tiring, and he has enough to do on this day. Three more differences from every day to Yom Kippurim, all three in order to make the job of the Kohen Gadol a little easier, uh, it was a little smaller, the Mahta that he used on Yom Kippurim, it was a little, it was a little uh, lighter, and it had a longer handle, which meant that he probably could use um, 
could use uh, some support with one of the arm, one of his other arm while he's holding the the handle. בכל יום היו על המזבח שלוש מערכות של האש, והיום היו שם ארבע. מוסיפים מערכה כדי להביא למזבח ולעצירו. Every day the מזבח would have three setups of fire, each of them was used for something else, but uh, one, one was smaller than the other, but on the day of Yom Kippur there was a fourth one to make the מזבח look special. הלכה ו' זה שנאמר בתורה וכיפר בעדו ועד בטוב עד כל קהל ישראל. The Torah says that the Kohen Gadol will atone for himself, for his family, and for the congregation of Israel. Our tradition is that this atonement signifies, comes to tell us that the obligation, the way to perform this atonement is through confession, verbal confession. So, what you can learn from here is that there will be three confessions. One was personal for the Kohen Gadol with himself. The second one will be for him and with the Kohanim accompanying him on that one. And the third one will be for him with everyone, the entire people accompanying him. The second one, the Kohanim will accompany him when he brings the special Korban Parahatat, which was a par that served not only to atone for the Kohen Gadol, but also for his his brethren, the Kohanim. And then the Sa'ida Mishtaleach, the scapegoat, um, when that was happening, the entire people would say Vidui along with the Kohen Gadol, and that's the third Vidui that the Torah says, Tehiper Ba'ado, number one, Wad Beto, that's his family, that's the Kohanim, and then Ubad Kol Kehal Israel, that's the rest of the, the people of Israel, that is the one with a scapegoat. And each of these Viduim, he utters the name of God three times, a total of nine. He would say as follows, he would say, Please, oh, pray, oh God, I've, I've, uh, hatatis, I've, I've missed my mark, I've, I've uh, made a mistake, aviti, I've distorted my behavior, pashati, I've uh, failed uh, to, to act in the way that was, I was expected. Uh, pray, oh God, or please, oh God, kaperna, atone, please, to the hataim, to the avonot, to the peshaim, that I've committed the sha'avit v'shpashati, shene'emar, as it is said, and he would invoke this pasuk as part of his vidui, ki v'yom azei yichapir alechem for, or as on this day, the day of Yom Kippurim, God is going to atone for you, v'tahir etchem, to purify you, to cleanse you, mikol hatotechem, from all of your misdeeds, lifnei Adonai t'haru, before HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you shall become cleansed. So in this Pasuk, how many times did we, did we, uh, um, sorry, 
So in this vidui that we just mentioned, Anna Hashem, Anna Hashem, and then uh, the third one with a pasuk, these are the three times Hashem that he mentions, he utters the name of God, and in each one of those three viduim that he does, the personal one, the one of the Kohanim, and the one that he does for everyone, he also will mention three times the name of God. And also when he does this um, designation, this raffle, I don't want to call it raffle, it's goral, let's, let's just call it goral going forward, uh, between the two goats to see which one is going to be the Azazel, which one is going to be for Hattat. When he designates the one that's going to be Hattat, he says, this one is designated uh, for God, for Hattat. So that's the tenth time he's uttering the name of God. These are the ten utterances of the name of God that the Kohen Gadol mentions, pronounces on this day. And in each one of these ten times, the Kohen Gadol reads, or, or sorry, says the name of God as it is written, which is not something that we do since the second Beit HaMikdash. Um, only the Kohen Gadol would do this ten times on Yom Kippurim. And he would say the name of God not as Adonai, which is a, a it's really a, um, it's a name that we use not to pronounce the name of God, because we, we don't feel it's appropriate. Uh, but the Kohen Gadol would, would do this ten times on Yom Kippurim. And Shema Meforash is not some magic, weird name of, I don't know how many letters, how many pronunciations. It's rather uh, the name of God as it is written. Now, exactly what vocalization it had, then this is something that the Kohanim tried to obscure on purpose so people don't start using it outside the Tamikdash. And Josephus speaks about that on how the Kohanim had a tradition on how to precisely pronounce this name. But again, it's not a fancy name of uh, 720 letters or whatnot, it's just Yod He Vav He read in, 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 that, in, in, that, uh, in those letters. At first, he would scream out the name of God each of those ten times. When people started trying to, inappropriately, and in a way that's disrespectful, trying to emulate that outside of Bet HaMikdash, that's Perutzim, so they started saying uh, the Kohanim Gedolim, they, they started the custom of saying this in a very low voice, so nobody hears it. So either so nobody knows how to say it or so nobody gets any ideas um, and, and will even try to, to um, abscond it, to, to obscure it, to hide it with some tunes. So the Kohen Gadol would sing or, or would wait for the music or I don't know what, and then uh, people wouldn't even hear it, and even the Kohanim that were around him would not hear him say this name. All the Kohanim and all the people of Israel that are in the Azara, Azrat Israel. As you may know, Azrat Nashim is called Azrat Nashim until that wall, because women are allowed there. Men. Uh, are allowed further, they are allowed to cross 
that that gate, the one that has fifteen um, semicircle semicircular steps, and they can come until uh, a, a, another two steps that that separate between that and Izrat Kohanim. So there were a lot of people from Israel inside by the Kohen Gadol. So when all of them, when the Kohanim and all the people who were standing in the Azara, when they used to hear that the Kohen Gadol was saying Shema Mephorash, Kore'ain, Umishtahavin, Venofirina Penehem Ve'omerim, they would do the Kari'ah, Kari'ah means Al-Birkaim, Kari'ah is to, to bow down um, on your knees. Uh, uh, and Hishtahavaya is, is when not only do you go on your knees, which is what the, it's more or less what the Muslims do. So Kadiyah is what the Muslims do for their prayers. Hishtahavaya is way beyond that, is going down, face down on the floor, extending your body completely, 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 um, with. Um, with your face touching the ground, and your entire body, your entire body touching the ground, it's as if you want to make your body physically as lowly as humanly and physiologically and, and geometrically possible. That's ishtahavaya. And they would fall on their face, like I described, and they would say at that moment, Baruch Shem Kevod Blessed or blessing is the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Shenemar, as it is said, this is from Parashat HaAzinu, Hishem Adonai Yekra, Moshe Rabbeinu, when invoking uh, either the Shamaim Ba'ares or Am Yisrael, depends how you read the, the Pasuk, he says, as I invoke the name of God, Havu Rodel Lohenu, you must um, convey the greatness of God, the grandeur of God. So, uh, sort of like to, to to do this, to, to fulfill this, we understand that when the name of God is being uttered, we should say something about God's grandeur, which is Baruch Shem Kvon Uktodi Olam Ba'ed. Kubishloshet HaVidu'in haya mitkaven ligmor et Hashem kenegad amvarchim ve'omer lahem didharu. And in each one of those three Bidu'in, the Kohen Gadol would try to utter and to finish the utterance of the Shem Mephorash alongside or at the same time as everyone else is finishing Baruch Shem Kvon Uktodi Olam Ba'ed. And as everyone finishes, both the Kohen Gadol and everyone else, the Kohen Gadol then addresses the, the people and tells to everyone, Tidharu, you shall be purified, you shall be cleansed. And this doesn't have a specific time. The time for doing this Vidui of Yom Kippurim, this three Viduim, or the Vidui of the Pariman Israfim, um, all of this is going, is going to have the entirety of the day to, to be done, it doesn't have any specific time. Baruch Amen. Amen.